1: This is Dana Wild with The Mind Aware and welcome! So, you know, we talk a lot about being entrepreneurs and the importance of even though you're working your business and you're probably juggling a lot of balls, the importance of really taking time for yourself and trying to be more internally motivated and try to know those things to say yes to, know those things to say no to, follow your inner guidance rather than being pulled externally. Well, if you're into that, then guess what? I've got the guest for you today. I am here with Pamela Gold. She is the author of Find More Strength, and that's what we're going to talk about. How do you find your strength? Hi, Pam. Good to have you here. Uh, Dana, thank you so much for having me. What a pleasure. Well, it's it's awesome topic, and so let's start right with that. What do you mean when you say find more strength?
0: Sure. So I've always been all about finding strength, right? From the time that I was little, I knew intrinsically that the stronger I was, the more I could make all the things happen in my life that I wanted to make happen. And over the years, it became clear that inner strength was the ultimate strength that I needed to be able to make my life all that I could make it, right? And so finding more strength is about tapping into that inner strength, really cultivating it, practicing it, having faith that over time, focusing on these practices, you will find the strength to handle whatever life throws at you with clarity, with grace, staying calm, and being really effective.
1: So that's interesting that you were into it even as a little girl, like that kind of is a nice visual, imagining this little girl who's into being strong. Where do you think that came from or how did you define it then? Just out of my own curiosity, it's funny how deep this stuff runs, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I was just born
0: fierce. My mother will, will share stories as a little person, the trouble I used to get into. And then growing up, I grew up on a farm. I was the only girl between my brother and my cousins and my neighbors, and I was the youngest. So I was trying to keep up. But I think the root of it really is that I was trying to feel good enough and I was trying to feel safe. Right. And so, you know, I early on kind of figured out my way, which was to please people, right, to to be good enough, pleasing others and to overachieve. So to do really well in school, do really well in sports by overachieving, I felt like I was good enough. And so I think that's where it started. And then, of course, you hit a wall at some point where you realize that pleasing others is not going to you know, end up making a, a happy life, and um, overachieving externally isn't necessarily what, what means a happy life or a fulfilling life either, so that's that's kind of where you got to go deep.
1: Yeah, well, I like it, and it's always fun for me to talk to people who are obviously evaluating their own lives and looking, because, you know, I, I think our tribe here, the brain trainers, I think what we tend to do is it's like live life for an hour and then analyze it for an hour. (laughs) You know what we just did? And so it's interesting because it's obvious that you've been doing the work. So at what point did something happen that got you to really start thinking about, I need to be focused more on inner strength rather than external? Was there anything in particular that kind of made that shift for you? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think
0: as for a lot of people, there's, there's a series of of pain points in life. And so when I was in high school, my mom um, had ovarian cancer and almost passed away. And it was one of those, you know, she had a 5% chance of making it. And um, in the 11th hour, it kind of pulled through. But that that planted some really deep seeds about kind of the fragility of life, what's really important in life. Um, so that was one of the first things that that I can remember happening that really shifted um, to a deeper place of, of what it meant, what life was about, and what was really important in life. And then I had some challenges and they're in the book too. I had a boyfriend who became a drug addict when I was in in college and that was really hard because he had helped me through my mother's illness. So I was super dependent on that relationship. And so having to kind of navigate that put a lot of Pressure on how I was kind of trying to navigate life, and it made me again go deeper to figure out, well, if this relationship isn't the be-all end-all, then then what what can kind of give me this strength and help me, you know, stay strong through through these challenges, and then again, you know, becoming a mom and, and being a wife, that was a lot harder than I could have ever imagined. So. Needing to kind of get to a deeper place of of you know how how is this marriage going to be healthy, because um, when you're you're 20, I, I got married when I was 24, um, you know my idea of, of how it was all going to work out didn't end up being that easy, right? It was a lot more a lot trickier than I than I had anticipated. So I think those were the big things that forced me to figure it out. Yeah.
1: And and so what I'm wondering, let's say somebody's listening to this and maybe they're going through transition or, you know, they're having challenges. You're you're thinking to yourself, you're hearing this and you're thinking, you know, yeah, this is good. I would like to have more strength. I would like How? to be almost it's like you're talking about resilience, really. Mm-hmm. I'd like yeah. to be more resilient. Yeah. I'd like to be more internally motivated. Let's do a few tips. Like what would sure. you say would be the first step to starting sure. to draw that out from yourself? Sure.
0: So the way that I explain it, so it's inner strength, right? And like you said, resilience, like keeping your spirits high. You know what what someone means if you say, "How are your spirits today?" Well, oh, I'm high. I'm feeling good. And if you're low, you're low, right? And so the resilience is kind of bouncing back when you get knocked down, and then staying up, right? And so in my book, I break it down into five pillars. So there's five areas of practice, and they're all really simple, right, on the surface, but tricky in practice, right? So the first is gratitude. The second is compassion. The third is courage. The fourth is surrender. And the fifth is openness and curiosity. So if you start just with the first, gratitude, I think we all on the surface embrace the power of gratitude and that you know the more we practice gratitude, the more we keep things in perspective, the more strength we have, the happier we are in the face of challenges. But obviously when life really throws something painful or scary at us, it's hard to stay grateful. So practicing gratitude all day long when it's easy makes it much much more kind of automatic when it's hard when something like if you cut your finger if you're automatically practicing gratitude all the time you will look at it and be like oh that could have been much worse meanwhile you're like bleeding everywhere <laughs> but it's that natural kind of wiring like we're literally rewiring our brain to automatically find gratitude so practicing gratitude all day long Is a good practice.
1: Well, and so it sounds to me like what you're saying, and I really like the direction you're heading in this, is that you're saying don't wait until the big crisis Mm -hmm. because what you're doing is you're working a muscle and you're Mm -hmm. filling up your bucket. It's almost Mm -hmm. like you fill up your bucket with enough of this positivity and you get so used to doing it the same way that when you take that hit, It's not such a big hit because you've been you've been working it, you know. So I I like that. I like the idea, and I like I know you've talked about that before. That this is practice, right?
0: And you're literally rewiring your brain, right? You're rewiring your brain for gratitude to be a go-to skill, and it's really a skill. So the more you practice it, the better you're going to get at it. You may never be the best at it, but the more you practice, you will get better, and it will be easier to go down that road instead of down the complain road, which we know complaining does not get us anywhere.
1: Yes, totally. And I love, you said something to me before the show about integrity and Mm. about skills, and I'd love if you'd repeat it here.
0: Yeah, so I think um, integrity is one of my favorite things to talk about, because if you Google it, it, it's a soft skill. And I think intellectually, we, we understand that it's a soft skill, that you practice integrity. But most of us day to day think of it as much more of a black and white character trait, whether someone has integrity or they don't. Can you trust them or can you not? And the reality is, underneath integrity is a lot of stuff. There's communication skills, there's courage, there's awareness, like understanding what's going on, right? And so in any given moment, integrity is not a black or white thing. It's a skill set that we can practice. And on the other side of it, as we practice integrity, we can also appreciate that other people are practicing it as well. So they may not go out and hit a home run every time, but you kind of coach them and you can have faith and trust that they're intending to have integrity, and they're moving towards that. And again, it's a practice. So it makes relationships much more fluid, and it helps healing, and it helps trust and forgiveness. So integrity is is really, really important and a skill to unpack and not let our brain go into this black or white thinking that it's just a character trait. Someone either has it or they don't.
1: Yeah. Well, I love that, too, that it's not a character trait. And in fact, that's true for all of these, whether you're talking about compassion or courage Mm -hmm. or gratitude or surrender or openness or curiosity. They're all things that we can all get better at and Mm -hmm. practice. And so Mm -hmm. I want to talk about some of the others when we come back. But I want to do a quick check in with our facebook audience because for those of you that don't know we're here every tuesday and thursday at 9 a.m pacific live on facebook on the mind aware facebook page doing these interviews before you get a chance to hear them on itunes so if you want to come in and ask questions of our guests that's the time to do it we're going to be right back we're talking to pam gold She's the author and you can go get this book on amazon right now she's the author of find more strength Five Pillars to Unlock Unlimited Power and Happiness. You can also check her out at goldevolution.com. Gold Evolution. Isn't that a cool name? goldevolution.com. Check slash mindaware and you'll see that, that they've got a page up just for us. So go and check it out right now. We'll do a quick hello to the Facebook audience, see if there are any questions. And I want to come back and talk about these other five pillars. We'll be right back. What's going on with you? You seem so up all the time, and your business is on fire. What are you doing?
0: I started Train Your Brain U. You. It's the only program for entrepreneurs that addresses mindset and business growth strategies. The idea behind the program is that when you feel good, you act great, and it's awesome. You can check it out at trainyourbrainu.com, and that's trainyourbrainu, the letter U.com.
1: Is it expensive? Seriously, it's like you're a whole different person.
0: It's only a dollar a day, and you get all of the latest tools to help you stay positive and grow your business. You would love it.
1: Where do I go again?
0: TrainYourBrainYou.com. That's TrainYourBrainU, the letter U.com. Check it out
1: today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. We're having a great chat with Pam Gold today. She is the author of Find More Strength. And, you know, it's really interesting to learn about her five pillars. And what's been fun about the show so far is talking about the idea that these things aren't just black and white skills that you have. You know, she talked about the pillars being gratitude, compassion, courage, surrender, and openness or curiosity, and that they're not just... Like, oh, I've got it or I don't have it. You you get them because you keep practicing them. And guess what? So do other people. We get better at them all the time. And so I really want to talk more about that, Pam, if you don't mind. Should we talk about courage a little bit since we're talking to entrepreneurs here today? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Being an entrepreneur means that you're going to have to take risks. And there's no such thing as risks without fear. So fear is going to come with us on this journey. There's no avoiding fear. Um, So the question is, how can we face the fear and move forward? And that is courage. So, you know, the first step of of being brave is kind of allowing your courage, right? If you're going to start fighting your courage, that's going to kind of compound everything and and send you kind of self. But recognizing that we can be skillful in navigating our fear. So when I say skillfully navigating our fear, um, first is we respect our fear, right? We don't want to fear fear. You know that quote, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I took that to heart. And for the longest time, I realized I had a fear of fear. That's a problem, right? You can't, you have to shift to respecting fear because fear is always telling us something important. It's an important warning. So you want to watch it. You want to respect it. But then as long as you're not about to be attacked by a lion, you know, if there's a physical threat, by all means, go into fight or flight. But as long as there's not a physical imminent threat, we want to get as close to the fear as possible, get as close as possible, get as much information as possible about what it is that we're afraid of. So we can skillfully navigate it. So we can look at, all right, what's the real chances of the kind of worst case scenario of a mid case scenario? Um, How can I take better kind of steps, to handle this in a responsible way, do as much as possible. And then you kind of got to go back to the surrender pillar, right? Because at some point you got to take the leap, but being skillful about it, right? And not letting your brain come up with all of these, you know, false narratives and scenarios, like really starting to kind of catch your brain and be like, no, 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 that is not a service. That's not real. That hasn't happened yet. And that's the fifth pillar. More shall be revealed, right? But really kind of getting your brain on that leash of, let's get real information, real facts,
1: so then we can navigate this
0: and continue to move
1: forward despite the fear that's going to be with us. Yeah, most fear I know for my, myself and the people I work with most of the time, it is stuff that it, it doesn't even make any sense in the <laughs> real context of life. It's like stuff that's never happened to you before. Of A percentage of it happening is like nil. It's mm-hmm, just crazy mm-hmm. how that works. And in fact, I was kind of thinking, you were talking about this, these practicing these muscles, and I was thinking with this particular one and Courage, I think if we started really evaluating our lives and looking back on our lives and seeing how often we've navigated things and we've landed on our feet, we probably would feel a little bit more confident and have more yeah. courage to begin with. But I think yeah. we just kind of forget everything we've been through. And
0: and we have the negativity bias. I don't know if you're familiar with um, Rick Hansen, but the, our brain is wired evolutionarily. Our brain wants to keep us safe, wants to make sure we survive. So it sticks to the negative. And then it like... Make sure you don't forget, but you forget the positives. And so, yes, taking stock of what we're grateful for, what has gone right will help us find courage. So that's the cool thing about these five pillars. At any moment, if you're struggling with one, like suppose you're struggling with courage. If you focus on gratitude, if you focus on compassion, if you focus on surrender, if you focus on openness and curiosity, it'll help you get unstuck in the courage department
1: nice yeah they they go hand in hand and you can yeah. lean on one or the other very good oh yeah. good stuff well Pam I feel like I could talk to you all day do you have any parting advice for everybody
0: just don't give up right this whole positive attitude that with practice you will make progress having that little sliver of faith in there that we can grow, we can evolve, and just keep practicing. And if we keep practicing day over day, even if we don't see it day over day, we are moving in the right direction. And sometimes it's two steps forward, one step back. It's never just a linear kind of growth. But that faith and just keep practicing these five pillars and everything else that you talk about in your fabulous book, you will grow and you will make strides.
1: Awesome stuff. Thank you for that. And you're right. You know, take baby steps, right? You're getting, we're getting there. you got it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, no want, rush. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here, Pam. My pleasure. And I want everybody to know, remember, you can go over to GoldEvolution.com slash MindAware. Check out Pam, but also check out her book. It's right over on Amazon right now. This is Pam Gold. We're talking to you. the book is Find More Strength. Five Pillars to Unlock Unlimited Power and Happiness. And thank you all for being here because you really get what she's saying here, right? These aren't cut and dried skills. These are things you can practice every day. And if you don't have a lot of one. You can have a lot of one of the other ones. You can practice. Maybe you you aren't good at surrendering. I know we've probably got some control freaks out there. I've been there <laughs> myself, right? And so if you're not good at that, it's okay. You've got four other pillars that you can lean on. Have that openness. Have a little faith. Go ahead and, and practice that surrender. Practice compassion. Practice your courage and get good at gratitude every day and they will support each other. And you know the best part about this plan? You can do it right now. You can start today and you're just going to end up, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to have a big old feel good and you Mm -hmm. know when you feel good, you act great, you build your business faster, everything works out. So give it a shot, start trying today and we'll see you next time on The Mind Aware. You name it, you claim it, and suddenly, hmm. I don't really deserve this much air, so I'm going to hold my breath so that other people can have more air. You know what a badass your inner critic is, right? I say stop being a wussy and just do it. I'm going to breathe a bunch of air today and save it up because I may need some more air at a later date. Emotions, any emotion, emotion, energy in motion, they need to move.